and give thanks that nothing can separate us from the love of God. We are going to enter a time of prayer as we sing and as Christina um, leads us in prayer. I invite you to breathe in God's peace and to breathe out your anxiety, to breathe in the knowledge that you are held and to breathe out the weight that holds you down today. We are going to sing God of day and God of darkness. I invite you into this time of prayer together. flimsy times, we discover that we may endure this time in the wilderness. We know the moon's dance will cross between us and the sun, and our souls will feel every bit of the lack of light from the eclipse. And there will be days when the clouds leave no gap to allow the blue sky to show its friendly face. But we've seen those days before. And once again, the sun showed her face. Again and again, after the shadows have had their say, the light breaks through. 
This is the human life. This is the way we know that we will endure. This is how we know we will make it from one breath to the next and from one day to the next. Even as we walk through the shadow-filled valleys, you are with us, God, and you will journey with us to sunlight again. Amen. Davis, Program Coordinator for Hope Gateway. Welcome back to my kitchen. Who could have imagined almost four months ago when I last invited you into my kitchen that we'd be here where we are today. We are in the midst of a journey unlike almost any of us have taken in our lifetime. So much has changed. Currently our world is experiencing a profound period of grief. So today we begin a worship series called A Time to Mourn. I'd like you to share in the chat box at the bottom of your screen something you mourn the loss of this day. In a couple of minutes, I'll read from the list. Many years ago, when serving as co-pastor of a church, a middle-aged woman sat down in my office and told me about reading Scott Peck's A Road Less Traveled. Some of you might remember the book. In it, he combined spirituality and psychology to describe a way to become a more fulfilled human being. In an earlier conversation, I suggested she read the book. She said she started to read it, read the first sentence, and broke down into tears. What was that sentence which, she, which moved her to tears? Life is difficult. Life is difficult. Right now we can agree with that statement. It's a time when much has been turned upside down. The formerly normal patterns of life are disrupted or completely gone. The big things and the little things in life are changed. For some of us, our basic trust in our leaders is shaken. Even the future of our country seems in doubt. It feels like we have lost so much. What loss do you mourn? I'm going to try to share some of the ones in our chat, but they're also there for all of you to see. Uh, mourn hugging my daughters. 
mourn the loss of expectations to travel, plans, times with extended family. A lot of people are mourning family times, are mourning the loss of family uh, gatherings, a cousin, being able to see family members, children, uh, not getting to meet a close friend, uh, a close friend's baby who was born in July in Canada, miss hugging everyone, those casual, informed, un informal gatherings, Mourn the endangerment of all creation through greed and corruption and sheer ignorance. Not being able to visit family freely out of state. Mourn democracy. We've lost our country initially to visit family in Toronto. We've lost what we've lost at our way as a country. Uh, kids deeply mourn the loss of friends, funerals of dear friends. Those are some of what we've shared in the chat today. We have so much that we mourn. We also mourn the potential futures that have been lost, the dreams that no longer seem available. Some of us mourn the world our children and our grandchildren will grow up in. And we even grieve what we anticipate we might lose. We have so much to grieve. Today, I would remind us of a few truths in the midst of our mourning. Grief is a universal experience of all human beings. Grief is a powerful emotion which can be frightening for those of us who are not comfortable with powerful emotions. While everyone has their own way of grieving, until we grieve, we don't move on. So if you're feeling grief and all the emotions that come with it, you are in good company. And remember these words of Jesus, how he said, blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Remember, it's okay to grieve. It's estimated that close to 2 million people are mourning the death of a loved one among the more than 200,000 who have died of COVID-19. And as we saw on our list, we have so much to mourn right now. You and I are not alone in our grief. We are community. We grieve together. According to the Gospel of John, during the last meal Jesus had with his disciples before his crucifixion, he said, I will not leave you desolate. I will come to you. I will not leave you desolate. I will come to you. A little while in the world will see me no more, but you will see me because I live. You will live also. God does not leave us alone. God grieves with us. God feels our pain and our sorrow. You and I, we are not alone. We are not abandoned in our grief. God joins us in our personal and in our communal mourning. Remember, I shared these words just a minute ago in the Sermon of Mount, on the Mount, Jesus says, blessed 
are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. And in the last meal with his disciple, he says, peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. While it may feel like it, I can assure you this time of grief is not the final word. Our sorrow and our pain has an end. Our experience in this time has the potential to make us wiser, more resilient, more compassionate, stronger in our faith. It has the potential. It's not guaranteed to do so, but it has the potential if we will let it. We draw strength from each other as we join with each other in our pain and our sorrow. And we also bring, as we join together, the healing and peace that God offers. This is a time to draw strength from one greater than us, from the eternal source of life and love, God revealed to us in Christ. In the letter to the Romans, the Apostle Paul writes, For I am convinced that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all of creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. I would add, I am convinced that neither pandemic, nor social disruption, nor the uncertain future, nor any principality or power can separate us from the love of God. Nothing can separate us from the love of God. So in this time of mourning, recognize and honor your grief and the grief of those around you. Be as present as you can and be a comforting presence and nurture the knowledge and hope that this is not the last word. Yes, life is difficult. These times are difficult. Remember, God is with us whatever happens. God is with us and nothing can separate us from the love of God. Amen. In this proud land we grew up strong We were wanted all along I was taught to fight, taught to win I never thought I could fail No fight left or so it seems I am a man whose dreams are all deserted I've changed my face, I've changed my name no one wants you when you lose Don't give up cause you have friends Don't give up you're not beaten yet Don't give 
Thank you, Mike, for 